0: Each week, we are going to discuss how to apply God's word to our everyday lives. Get ready for some word, some gems, and a few laughs along the way. Now let's start the show. Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the God Goals and Girl Talk podcast where we discuss life, love, and the pursuit of Christ. I am excited. If y'all missed last week's episode where we started diving into the 10 things that you needed to know about your identity, sis, where was you at? Okay, it was an amazing episode. So we are talking about the importance of identity and how the enemy uses us being in an identity crisis, or we don't know who we truly are in Christ to keep us from tapping into our power that is given to us by the Holy Spirit which ultimately keeps us from achieving and walking in our purpose and so last week we started with the first half of this list and we're just going to do a quick recap so the first five things that you need to know is that you are made in the image of God that you've been adopted and you are God's daughter That you are not only made in God's image, but He fearfully and wonderfully made you. That you were placed here for a specific job and purpose. And lastly, to know that now is your time. You were made for such a time as this. And so this week, we are going to dive into the second half of our list. And as we continue, I really want you guys to meditate on these scriptures. If you're struggling in any area with your identity, ask God in your prayer time to show you who he called you to be, not the person that has been impacted by um, the voices of their Family, the voices of, you know, friends, um, the internet, and all the things that culture tells us that we should be. But who did you make me to be? And I know that as you continue to pray on that, as you continue to Ask God to reveal this to you that he will because you knowing your identity is in God's perfect will for your life. And so he will freely give the Bible tells us in Matthew seven that we ask and keep on asking, seek and we shall find knock and the door shall be open unto us. Right. So we need to make sure that we excuse me, God, I'm trying to find out who I am. OK, make sure that you ask, seek and knock and that you continue to petition God to give you insight on who he's called you to be. And once he gives you that insight, make sure that you stand 10 toes firm. OK, 10 toes down to the ground, baby, and who God has called you to be and don't run away from it. So we see people like Jonah. Moses and other characters or people in the Bible who struggled with their identity, struggled with the call that was on their life, Um, even the prodigal son, right? Like he really didn't understand who he was and at one point found himself um, with the pigs, right? And wanted to come back to his father's house as a servant, but that's not who he was. Even though he went out and he made mistakes, his father still allowed him and willingly and was happy about him coming back okay willingly um, put him back in position um, in accordance to who he was and so in the same sense God really sees us that way and it's so important that you were able to stand in agreement not only in your words but in your actions in the identity that God has given you so this week we are going to hop in to the second half of our list So number six on our list of things that you need to know in regards to your identity. You need to know that you are chosen. Okay, sis, God chose you, period. Okay, like there are so many messages that we get in the world, especially as women, about how we have no value, how we may not be valuable to other people, especially when it comes to men, um, that the things that they value are basically trash, Um And that if you don't fit a certain mold, then you're not wanted by anybody. And that is a lie from the pits of hell. The creator of the universe, the king of kings chose you as his daughter, period. And we know that because of first Peter two and nine, where it says, but you are not like that for you are a chosen people period, girl, you've been chosen. And what's so incredible about this is that not only did God choose you, but he chose you and then purposed you as well. So it's not like he's like, oh, I'll take that. No, like he was, he took his time. Amen. Like he made sure that the plan that he had for you was individualized. He gave you gifts and things and talents to accompany um, the purpose that he set for you to do when you came on this earth. And it really, really, Speaks to the level of care that God gives us, amen. Like when we talk about how the birds, there's a scripture in the Bible that's like the you know, the ravens aren't begging for bread, like He feed the birds. How much more would he take care of us? He feeds the birds. You don't see the birds out here like, oh man, who am I? You don't see the birds out here barking like dogs because they're confused. No, they birds. They be out here flying and doing what birds do and God still provides for them. They do not go hungry. And so if God will do that for an animal, how much more would he do that for us as his children? We have to really stop um, allowing culture to get us caught up and feeling like we are insignificant. Who is insignificant? the lies. See, the devil knows that once you come into the understanding of who God has called you to be, child, it's a wrap. (laughs) Like it's over because there's nothing, because you can truly do all things through Christ Jesus who strengthens you, right? So there's nothing that you cannot do because you have been chosen. You have been appointed, and back in those days when kings would appoint um, or decree and declare something, when the, what they said was it. So if God said he chose you, that's it. When a king decreed or declared something, that's like in the story of Esther that we touched on last week. What happened was the king, basically somebody tried to be slick and got him to decree to kill all of the Jews. And Esther is a Jew. And she's the queen. And so she had to put herself in a position to where um, she would be able to go to the king and address um, the issue that she was having. Like she had to speak on behalf of her people. And so it's so important that you understand that when a king, when the king of king says a thing, when he appoints something, that's it. That, that's final. Ain't no talking about it. Ain't no. Can we discuss this? That's it. And so we have to understand that you have been chosen. Ain't no arguing, not even with yourself, in regards to your um, status and being chosen. Right? The prodigal son, he left, but he still was a son of a king. He still was royalty, no matter what his circumstance was. Even when he was in the in the um the pig pen, he was still royalty. So know that you are chosen. And this brings me to number seven, which is know that you are royalty. Girl, we back in first Peter 2 and I. So it says you are a chosen people. You are royal priests, a holy nation, God's very own possession. As a result, you can show others the goodness of God, for he called you out of the darkness into his wonderful light. We are royalty, and a lot of us need to learn how to act like it, okay? What do princesses have to do to get their title and their power? Nothing. They are born into it. And when you accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you were born into this family. You were a new creature. You were adopted, as we talked about last week. So you don't have to beg and ask God for your title, and ask God for access to your power. He wants you to have it, but a lot of times we don't step into it. We don't do the work to maintain it. Now you know that there are things that you can't do as a royal. There are things and and um, places that you cannot be as a royal, um, as a part of the royal family. Right. So I don't care what people have said, what they have done baby girl you are a daughter of the most high king you are royalty believe it walk in it live it we have to stop walking around acting like I'll just take being a servant the prodigal son was like oh my daddy would just let me you know clean the house a little bit no you are royalty stop it Stop letting these men treat you any kind of way. Stop trying to lower your standards because you are so desperate to take anything and anybody. No, you are royalty. Some of y'all need to cut off some of these conversations that are happening because some of them shouldn't even be able to get that close to you because you are royalty. But until you understand and accept that, then you'll behave like that. And people could say, oh, girl, you acting brand new. You know what? You're absolutely right. Um, I am acting brand new. I'm a new creature in Christ. So here we are. I love you. I'm a pray for you. But I can't be in those positions. I can't be in the pig pen with you. I'm royalty. I have things to do. I have territories to take. I'm trying to do things in the kingdom so I cannot be bothered with a peasant mentality. And not saying that people are peasants, okay, now hear me correctly, but the peasant mentality is worried about the things of this world, the things that are going to dissipate, the things that mean nothing. We are kingdom focused. We, we have kingdom culture going on. So we're going to do things that may not look like what other people in this world would do. And so because we are not operating in this peasant mentality where we got to get everything for ourselves and this and that, we can freely give. We can love on people. We can go out and be a light because we're operating in. In our royalty. First Peter 2 and 9 says, we have been called out of darkness and into God's wonderful light. So we can go out and show the goodness of God to others. That's what that means. We are now, um, we've now been adopted into this royal family, and we have to make sure that we are standing and behaving and carrying ourselves with our heads held high, okay? We ain't got time for our crowns to be falling. We ain't got time to be looking back at our past and trying to stay focused on that. Yes, God knows that you was out here prostituting and stripping or whatever the case may be. Girl, okay. You still royalty. Once you have become new in him, you are still royalty. We don't care what they say about you. You're royal. They're not even talking about the same person. I'm a new creature in Christ. I'm royalty. So we have to act like it because the enemy will sit there and will replay your mistakes over and over again. And you're stuck watching this movie like a pillar of salt. Okay, that's what happened to Lot's wife. She wanted to look back one more time and was gone pillar of Sodom and Gomorrah so make sure that you're not allowing the enemy to keep you trapped rewatching a bad episode of your life something that God is forgiving you for we have to really understand the position that we are in to change this world because of who we are connected to so number 6 you've been chosen number 7 You are royalty. This episode of the God, Goals, and Girl Talk podcast is brought to you by the Producer Society. The Producer Society is an online membership group for women looking to draw closer to God, to develop godly community, and to produce everything that God has called her to. Members of the Producer Society receive early access to the God, Goals, and Girl Talk podcast episodes, monthly Bible studies, exclusive online events, and so much more. If you are ready to get connected with other women who are chasing after God and wanting to produce his purpose in their lives then this community is for you visit www.producersociety.com to start your free 30-day trial today now let's get back to the show Number eight on our list of 10 things that you need to know, you are powerful. This is a part of your identity. So people tell me all the ways that I am like my earthly dad, like, girl, you look like your daddy. Girl, you silly like your daddy. Girl, you crazy like your daddy. Like we are just the same human, honestly, <laughs> um, in the same way that we've inherited traits from our Earthly fathers, we also inherit traits from our heavenly father, and he has given us access to his power through the Holy Spirit. So, we are powerful because of our affiliation, because of our being um, connected and being his daughters. And we know this because it tells the Bible tells us in Luke 10 19, and it says. Behold, I have given you the authority to trample on serpents and scorpions and over all of the power of the enemy and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's in the new King James version Luke ten nineteen. I like the new international version as well. It says, I have given you authority to trample on snakes and scorpions and to overcome all the power of the enemy. Nothing will harm you. Nothing will harm you. And in the NLT version, it says you will crush them, okay? Now, ain't nobody telling you to go out and and try to step on the head of a rattlesnake. If I hear about y'all out here in these streets, now let's be serious, okay? Even when Jesus was in the wilderness and the devil's like, oh, if you, the son of God, jump off the... No, we do not tempt the Lord that God. But this is in the spiritual sense that we have the ability... To crush the head of the enemy because you have power, because God has given you authority. So you are powerful. It does not matter what the world says. It does not matter how you feel because your feelings will lie to you. You are powerful. And once you unlock the power and the authority that God has given you, you are out here in these streets, okay? You are out here just being, taken no prisoners because we don't have time to play with demons. And it's so important that you understand why the enemy comes after your identity so hard, because once you realize that you're powerful, he won't be able to slide into your thoughts, lying to you in your own voice. You are going to shut him down and you have the authority to the Bible says to resist the devil and he shall flee. Some of us aren't resisting and some of us are too scared to resist you're worried about what it looks like for you to speak out loud the word of God over your life. Some of us don't even pray aloud in our prayer closets. And it's because the enemy has come and tried to silence your voice. He came to still, kill, and destroy. He wants to steal your voice. He wants to kill the power that you have. And he wants to destroy you and we give him access to do that by not understanding who we are. So know that you are powerful. Next, I want you to know that you are forgiven. The things that you used to do have not disqualified you by being for being used by God. The things that you used to do has not disqualified you for being used by God. He qualifies the people that he calls. Okay, like God has forgiven us. Hebrews um, 8 and 12 tells tells us that for I will forgive their wickedness and I will remember their sins no more. And when you look at the list of people that God has used. Right. And what I love about this is even as we talk about this list, uh, oftentimes when people come into um, the knowledge of God, when people come into being used by God, especially in the New Testament, we see that they were given new names. Simon Peter is now just Peter. Saul became Paul. Sarai became Sarah. That's in the Old Testament. Don't come from my life. Um, Abram became Abraham. So once you have an encounter with God and you accept this new identity, you get a whole new name. Because you're forgiven. You're not the same person. But let's look at some of these people who were not disqualified. Disqualified because of things that they've done in the past. Let's talk about Paul. If y'all have listened to this podcast for any amount of time, y'all know I rise with Paul. Okay. Paul becoming coming for souls and he does it unapologetically him and Peter, them, them, my guys. Okay. Um, but Paul who was Saul literally was out here killing Christians and God still used him. Moses, killed somebody ran away had a temper problem Peter cut somebody's ear off in front of Jesus like Jesus was standing there he's like oh yeah and cut this man's ear off Rahab was a prostitute Like there are so many people when you look at who they were, David, he had he had uh, Uriah killed and was like, I'm taking your wife now. He little peeping Tom watching her take a bath. She out there minding her business because they take baths outside back in the day. He's supposed to be in position. He not. And God, he's still a man after God's own heart. Murder, lying, adultery, coveting his neighbor's wife, stole the man's wife, had the man killed. And God still used David. There are so many people in the Bible who were not qualified, quote unquote, but they were qualified by God. Their connection to God qualified them. And that starts with them being forgiven by God and for them having a repentant heart. Repentant meaning you don't do it again. Not that, oh, God, know my heart stuff. And you doing the same stuff over and over. That's not repentance. You ain't playing nobody but yourself. So you are forgiven. Do not allow the enemy to continue, like I said earlier, to play that old broke down movie over and over again of things that you used to do. Cool, cool, cool. But God has forgiven me. He said, I will remember your sins no more. So understand that you have been forgiven. And then lastly, you are redeemed. And so redemption is the act of regaining or gaining possession of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt. I'm going to say that again. Redemption is the act of gaining or regaining possession of something in exchange for payment or clearing a debt. Y'all already know Jesus cleared the debt. And so through him doing that, we have been able to be brought back into a safe relationship with God, he redeemed us. So we're able to be in connection with, um, with God, right? The enemy wants to, again, um, play, replay the reruns of your past, right? You don't like, do you ever go back to the store and tell the cashier over and over again, what you did with what you purchased? Like, look, Hey man, Hey, you know, you know, you know, that chicken that I bought, I was supposed to bake it, but I fried it. And it was delicious, but I fried it and I didn't bake it. No, that's insane. So stop telling God that you're not qualified. <laughs> hey, man, because, you know, God, I remember that one time. Stop telling him. He knows. He said he forgot it. He said that your sins have been separated as far as the east is from the west. Stop telling God why you're not qualified and be obedient in what he told you to do. okay. It's okay to have questions. We've talked about this before on the show to ask God, okay, God, what are you trying to get me to do? But it's not okay to be disobedient and delayed obedience is still disobedience. So we have to fully accept the fact that you've been redeemed. Ephesians 1, 7 tells us in him, we have redemption through his blood, the forgiveness of sins in accordance with the riches of Of God's grace. God's grace said that you are enough. He declared that. So we're gonna go, let's recap real quick over our last um, five points. So number six, you are chosen, First Peter two and nine. Number seven, you are royalty, First Peter two and nine. Number eight, you're powerful. Luke 10:19. Number nine, you've been forgiven, Hebrews eight twelve, And number 10, you have been redeemed, Ephesians 1, 7. And I have some other scriptures as well. Like I said last week, all of the scriptures will be available in our resource library on our website at www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. I pray that this has blessed y'all and really has given you the foundation to walk in who God has called you to be and not be... Um, not have your your identity distorted by the things of this world. Remember that we are not of this world. We are new creatures in Christ and that you can continue to walk in who God called you to be that you can be humble before God and be bold as a lion out here in these streets. Because the devil takes no PTO days. You have to be prepared. You have to be ready. So know who you are, know whose you are, and go out and serve your father to the best of your ability through the power that he is giving you. Okay, so that's it for today's show. I pray that this blessed y'all. Remember, as I always say, continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves. And I'll talk to y'all next week. I pray you guys enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you stay connected with us throughout the week by following us over on Instagram at God Goals and Girl Talk, hitting us up on Twitter at GGGT Podcast, and checking out our website, www.godgoalsandgirltalk.com. The website is lit. It has a free resource library, and you can search podcast episodes based on topics, all the things, okay? So until next week, Continue to love God, love people, and love yourselves, and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.
2: Introducing Wondersuite from Bluehost.com, the tool that makes WordPress wonderful for everyone. Website creation is hard, but now with Bluehost, you can answer a few simple questions about your business and goals, and the Wondersuite tools will automatically lay out your WordPress website or store in minutes. Seriously.